1: You're listening to another AmbitiousEntrepreneurNetwork.com podcast, the voice
0: for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show.
1: Welcome to Business Women Australia podcast, the podcast for ambitious women who are serious about business success and leadership development, keen to increase their knowledge and skills.
0: So welcome to another episode of Business Women Australia Podcast. I'm your host Anne-Marie Cross, brand and podcast strategist. Now, my guest today says reaching your goals is not an impossible dream. It is simply a matter of following a process. And joining me on today's show is Georgia Bamba. Now, Georgia, she is a success coach, she's a speaker and author of Achieve Anything You Want. Using practical tools and mindset strategies, she people. Success, they're looking for to making positive changes and to reach their goals. Now, her mission is to help as many people as possible to live the most happy, healthy vibrant lives they can. Now, as well as being a certified coach, she's also a graduate of Cornell University. She has an MBA, a master's in psychology, as well as a certification in plant-based nutrition. She's a mum of two teenage boys. She's an endurance athlete and plant-based lifestyle advocate. So she just knows what it is like to juggle motherhood, entrepreneurship, and maintaining a healthy mind and body. Now, on today's show, George is going to share achieving your goals as possible. Once you know the process, it's simply a matter of following it. She's got five steps for reaching your goals. She's going to share what they are, as well as why creating awareness is key and how your thoughts influence everything. Welcome to the show, Georgia. Thank you very much, anne
1: It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, I loved uh, just reading your introduction there and uh, all of the different areas that, um, you know, you've been involved in. And and I love the way you said, you know, sometimes juggling, uh, you know, mum and, and business owner and all of the things can be a real stretch. So uh, I'm sure you're going to share lots of different insights. Let's talk about achieving your goals is possible. What would you say is one of the, the things that you often find that stops people from actually achieving their goals? Are there a few things that we need to be mindful of if we're doing this? We need to stop it because it's stopping you from, from really kind of going after those goals and achieving them.
1: Oh, I think, I mean, I, the reason I created this whole process was I think most people have an idea of what they want. They even kind of know what they need to do to get it, but they still don't do it like none of it's really rocket science. We know if you want to lose weight, you probably need to eat less. You need to eat more healthily. If you want to get fit, you need to do more exercise. If you want to increase sales in your business, you need to do more marketing. So none of it's rocket science. We all know what it is we need to do, but we still don't do it. Uh, And I think that's because we've never been taught those kind of skills and mindset tools we need in order to create success. Nobody showed us how to get that job done. So what I do through my work is I try, I've created a formula that people can just follow step by step to get to that finish line that they're looking for. Um, and, And it involves like, as we said, five simple steps, but each of those are important. But I think it's just knowing that there's a process and knowing but it doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. You just have to be willing to keep taking action until you get what you want. I think the biggest problem for most people is they stop before they get there. It's not that their goal is impossible. It's not that they weren't able to do it. It's just that they stopped. Uh, And they do for a number of different reasons, depending on on the person, but it's that willingness to just keep going. Yeah.
0: Do you find that um, you can use a particular steps? And we're going to talk about those in a moment, Mm -hmm. whether you a personal goal, whether you've got a business goal, or maybe you're going back and returning and doing some studies. So your goal is to complete those studies. You can use these five steps no matter what your outcome or goal is. Absolutely. The process is exactly the same. It doesn't matter
1: what kind of goal for sure. Yeah. So once you let, that's the beauty of this tool is once you learn it once, you can just keep applying it over and over and over again in your life as new challenges come
0: up. So that's, yeah. that's the great thing about it. Well, let's talk about these five steps. And I know we're going to talk about a bit of mindset and creating awareness as well, but mm-hmm. let's, what are these five steps? I mean, they're all, when you hear them, you're like, of course, like they're
1: completely logical and obvious, but the problem is logical and obvious <laughs> isn't something that we necessarily always pay attention to. And it just, so if somebody reminds you of that thing, they're like, oh yeah, of course I should be doing that. So none of it's rocket science, as I said, but the five steps, the first step is clarity because the first thing that you need to do when you want something new is figure out exactly what it is that you want. So a lot of people have a vague idea of their goal, but they can't state it in a way that's really specific. And that's the first mistake that they make. They say, okay, I want to create a new business. Okay. Well, what does that even mean? Like you need to get really specific and so state, you know, developing those SMART goals. So in a way that is actionable, that is measurable, and that has a deadline so you need to be really clear around what it is that you want so that's step number one and so a lot of people might be missing that step step number two is having the motivation because once you know what you want then obviously you've got to generate that momentum and motivation to keep going you know until you get that thing so i think creating that motivation comes down to asking your why what's that really compelling reason that you've got for wanting whatever it is that you want. And people think this might not sound that important, but reaching goals, trying new things, making new changes in your life is super challenging. And there's always gonna be tough times. So unless you have that really compelling reason that's gonna push you forwards through those challenging times, you're probably gonna turn back at the first hurdle or maybe the third hurdle, but it's not enough to keep you going unless you've got that why. So knowing that, super important. Then the third step is all about blocks. Okay nothing in life is smooth sailing there are always going to be obstacles and things that get in your way so you've got external blocks which are like the kind of physical objects and the people that get in your way it can also be things like uh, time or money they can be external obstacles as well and then you've got the physical blocks i mean sorry the internal blocks which are the ones that you create yourself so that's about your thoughts and your feelings and also like, I guess, your habitual ways of acting. They're also internal blocks. So if you can become aware of these blocks and then strategize ways to get you know around them, or over them, or under them or whatever you need to do, then you're obviously going to be leaps and bounds ahead in terms of reaching that goal. So understanding your blocks and then preparing yourself for them is key. Um, and then the fourth step is all about mindset and that's developing that success mindset putting yourself, essentially that means putting yourself in the shoes of the person who already has whatever it is that you want. Um, So if you were, let's say you're wanting to lose weight, what's the mindset of somebody who's already thin? Like, how do they think? They're not obsessing about food all day long, okay? They're not thinking about what they're going to be cooking next week. You know, they just, they don't think about losing weight. They just you know, are happy in their body. So you've got to start to put yourself in the mindset of the person who already has what you want. So that is super key. And that's people struggle with that a little little bit because they think, how can I become what I want to be before I've done it? But the way you create it is by changing your mindset around to think and feel and act like a person who already has what you want. Mm. And then the final step is having a plan Um, because once you know what you want, why you want it, and what's gonna get in your way and the kind of person you need to be, well, then you need to bring it all together in a plan. Now, a lot of people think they've got a plan <laughs> because they've like thought about it in their head. But for me, until you've actually written it down and even more so perhaps transferred it to your diary or your agenda, you don't really have a plan. <laughs> OK, so it really is about getting out that piece of paper or your computer spreadsheet or whatever, however you like to do plans. So to actually formalize how you're going to achieve your goal is very important as well, because that takes the guesswork out and it gives you that kind of pathway and the framework. Uh, and you know what you got to do every day in order to reach your goals. So I think having a plan then is that final step. And if you can put all of those things together and you just keep taking action and, <laughs> action, and action and action and action until you get what you want, you're going to achieve it. You 100% will always get what you want if you keep taking action until you get it, which is obviously logical.
0: It's interesting that you said, you know, when you share these tips or the, the steps that many mm. of us, oh, well, I kind of know that, but isn't it always true that it's mo- the most simplest things in life, that when we do that with purpose and intention and consistency, that is when we really start to see the results. So I want to go back because I've written them down, step one, clarity. Uh-huh. Step two, motivation. Step three, the blocks. What are the obstacles? Mm -hmm. Step four is mindset. And step five is planning. So let's go to clarity. And you mentioned, you know, if you're not able to clarify and clearly state what it is that you want, it's very difficult to achieve something that you don't even know what it is that you're trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. Something else that I would often hear as well is that people often want to change something, but they are often stated in the negative. And that Mm -hmm. really is that can keep people like i don't want to be late or i i don't want to be um you know stuck in this this position so let's talk about some of the things that you said clarity have those you know attainable have those kind of smart goals do you because that's step number one if we're not clear on this then you forget the other steps (laughs) aren't they yeah absolutely and i would think your your
1: brain is an amazing tool and it's one that we I think undervalue and don't use enough so essentially I believe that when you ask your brain a question it's going to start working subconsciously to help find you the answer to that question so if you're telling your brain I don't want to be late it's going to find ways you know, it's, it's looking for the negative instead of the positive. It's not telling you what you should do. It's telling you what you shouldn't do, but you already know that. So you need to kind of frame your goals in a way that gets your brain working on the kind of answers that you want. So that's why you should be framing it in terms of what you want to attain as opposed to what you want to give up, because it will just keep giving you answers to the wrong question. Yeah. So, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Something else that I've often heard as well, and I'd love your feedback on this, is that you might have a, you know, a really huge goal, which is really very exciting. Yet sometimes it's so big that when you do clarify it subconsciously, it can just seem, you know, impossible. What do you think about maybe having a big, maybe a 12-month goal, but then chunking it down and say, well, this quarter, I'm really going to clarify this is what I'm going to achieve. So we break down the goal into smaller chunks and really then create the plan around that, that kind of milestone, which we know will get us closer to our goal. Are there different ways that we can do that? Would that work? I think that's a a
1: perfect idea. And then you would actually even use the same process for the mini chunks of your goal. So you'd want to get clear about why you're doing that piece and how does that fit in the puzzle and then motivate yourself to do that. So you would follow the same process. But I think, yes, you don't want that overwhelming goal that's just so big in the future that you can't even possibly imagine doing it. So it's bringing it down into those smaller steps that are actionable each day so that you can actually see the progress and take those little steps to get you there.
0: Yeah, because I know you said, you know, in the clarifying stage, you know, you need to have a goal that is realistic. And sometimes it really is asking it, does it feel as if it is realistic? Obviously, there's some stretch goals and mm. the goal needs to feel like exciting and perhaps even have you kind of go oh this is you know however we don't want it so big that it just seems you know kind of overwhelming something let's talk about motivation I think this is so key knowing your why you said asking you know what is my why sometimes we set a goal which isn't really tapped into our why but maybe something that someone else wants us to achieve talk about maybe some just some insights and how do we get clear or how can we get clear to tie a goal to get clarity on a goal but our why that really gets us excited that we really feel connected to the outcome do you have some thoughts on that definitely
1: I think that is all about really connecting to what your values are And so few people have actually taken the time out to truly think about what their own values are. We all have a vague idea of what society thinks we should value and we know what our parents probably think we should value and our friends think we should value and our colleagues and our bosses think we should value but very few people know what they actually do value themselves. Uh, so if that is an exercise I take all of my clients through, discovering those three core values that really drive them. And I made them pick three. And that's not to say everything else isn't important to you. But without those three, it's just not right for you. So once you know those values, it's very easy then to make decisions that are going to be authentic to you and moving you along the path that you want to go because they tick your important three boxes. So I think that's really core, knowing your values. And then when you kind of think about your why or your compelling reason, you just have to ask yourself, is that going to be enough to get me through those hard times? And if it's not, you've got two choices. You can either... Go back and try and rethink that why and find something that is going to push you through. Or maybe you need to rethink the goal. Maybe you don't really want it as much as you want it. And there is no point going after some something that's not that's so important to you that you're going to keep pushing through the challenges. Yeah. So I think it, a lot of people will pursue these goals because they think they should. Or everybody else is telling them they should. And that's never going to be enough of a reason.
0: Yeah. I love the way that you've mentioned core values as being so important. And and this may be something that you found in your work and the people that you've you've had conversations and worked with. Not many people are able to clarify what their core three, you know, those absolute must-haves, what Dr. Phil says, they're deal breakers. If you don't have these core values, these top three that's in your work, and in this instance, your your you know, your goal, then yep. It really seems pointless to work work towards. Just share a little bit about what. how do you define core values because someone may be listening, and this is the reason why they have not yet achieved the goal is because they haven't really thought deeply about, well, what is my why and do they align with my core values? Mm-hmm. What are my core values? So to talk a little bit about that if you would.
1: Okay, so I'll use myself as an example. So my values are freedom, uh, growth, like personal growth, kind of learning and well-being. And well-being for me encompasses both physical and mental well-being. Like so health is very important for me. So as long as every decision that I make in my life does not stop me from being free, promotes my learning, and keeps me being physically and mentally well, then I know that that's a good decision for me. So it's about knowing those three things that you have to have in order for you to feel good and be happy in the choices that you're making. And the funny thing is so many of my clients come to me and they do the values exercise I set them. And then I look at them and I'm like, seriously, like are those your values? And they're not, they just say things like, oh, I want to be happy and I want to be loving. And I'm like, is that what you like deep down really need for yourself? And that's not to say that, being happy and being loving and kind and generous aren't good things, they are. But are those really the deal breakers for you? As as you said, it's coming down to those things that you just don't wanna live without.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting you say that. I'm smiling on the inside, but I think it's coming out because how often do you hear core values or people say, you know, and I'm a people person and we want people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm quite open in saying, actually, I mean, I don't not like people, but I'm not a people person. I'm an introvert. So whilst I do people and I communicate, I know that for me to boost my energy and recoup my energy, I have to have time on my own. So it's, it's a, what you're saying there in that kind of analogy is, Get clear on what it is for you. What drives you? What motivates you? Because and don't worry right. about
1: everyone else. Like don't worry no. that people think. How could she oh, not a, think? Not yeah, how could a, she, a, yeah. How could she not think that her family is the most important thing? Well, of course, my family is important to me, but it has to encapsulate my my other values as well so being with my family that made me feel trapped in a way would not work for me so i find a way to be with my family that makes me feel free so you can still incorporate other things that are important but it has to have your core values in it
0: yeah, and what I like about that too, and I'm sure you've done this, Georgia, is if you know that there's a component that you need to do as part of achieving your goal, keeping those particular three core values of yours, you might then say, well, I know this this particular thing that I need to do may not align in its, in its current form that gives me freedom, but then you can look at it a certain way. Is there something I can do differently? Can I swap something over so that it still aligns with those three core values and still still gives me the type of freedom that I know that I want? So you could look at um, through the lens of those core values and then come up with a decision or a step that works for you. Would you say that's true? Yeah, absolutely. I think they
1: really help you fine tune what it is that you're wanting to achieve and trying to achieve so that when you get to the, because so often people do things and they get to the result and they're like, oh, I actually didn't really want that anyway, or that's not what I thought it was going to be. or So it helps you avoid those mistakes, yeah. I suppose.
0: Yeah. It sounds like someone's trying to ring your doorbell and get it. I'm you, really
1: sorry, I know, but my husband's around. He should be... Um, Answering it, but he's not. Don't you just love yeah, it? Your After yeah. today,
0: you're going to go. Why didn't you answer that? Okay. He's going to get talk, it. Let's talk about blocks and obstacles, external and internal. Mm-hmm. I know. That both very very important but I would love to talk a little bit about mindset because we can have the best steps in place the best systems you know these five steps but if we have not identified mindset particularly the internal thoughts that could keep us stuck we're still going to come up with those obstacles aren't we so let's talk about some insights around Mm -hmm. mindset and helping us shape and get to the right mindset to really help us move forward. So firstly, I think it's all about creating
1: awareness and that's something that we were gonna touch on. So it's firstly understanding what even you are telling yourself, what's going on in your brain. So we all have that tape loop going around and around in our head that's oftentimes not very helpful. In fact, most of the time it's not very helpful. And most people are completely unaware of what that tape is telling them. So I think the very first thing in terms of mindset is just understanding what yours is. (laughs) So catching yourself on the thoughts. So basically, if you're not getting what you want in life, it's all gonna go back to what's going on in your brain. So you need to kind of look at, at that first. So that is just taking the time out to just even get in touch with what you're feeling and and what you're thinking. You know, if you're a person who likes to write, it can be journaling and, you know, that kind of thing. But it really is just pausing every now and then and and being, you know, what was I thinking? Or if you feel anxious or tense, just think, where did that come from? Um, And that's how you kind of tap into that. So the first step is obviously becoming aware of what you think then I think the second step is becoming aware of, think of somebody, if you've got a goal in mind, do you know somebody or, or have you come across someone who has actually achieved that goal? Like, how are they different from you, okay? What kind of thoughts are they having about themselves or about the goal or about their ability to get it? And how does that differ from what you have? And that's the kind of mindset you need to start to work towards. So it's understanding how you think, understanding how somebody's got what you want thinks, and then reconciling the two of those.
0: Yeah, I love that. I'm just going to go back to um, the block, the external block, and I'd love you to speak to this because I think that this is also so important as well. You talked about environment, and one of the things that I think that we can include in our environment is the people that you surround yourself with. Are they there to support you, or Mm -hmm. are maybe some people in your tribe and your community? could they keep you stuck because maybe they're stuck in similar goal and they might say oh don't worry about that yeah. you know so you really need to surround yourself with the right environment and the right people too yes yeah.
1: i think that's super important but if you aren't able to let's say you had a husband who wasn't supportive or a sister or a mother or whatever i think then it's about understanding that you don't want to get rid of them you still love them they're just not super helpful in terms of this goal or whatever. But it's about setting those clear boundaries for yourself around what it is that you want, what it is that they can and can't do in terms of that. So it's just about seeing it for what it is and then, yeah, setting the boundaries.
0: Yeah. And knowing who to then um, open up to and then to uh, ask for support with and Absolutely. if,
1: you know, your mom's not
0: into your goal, don't talk to her about
1: it, (laughs) you know, (laughs) don't ask for her help. Like just know she's not a
0: resource. Uh, So it's just being realistic. And a good point on that is don't expect others to really give you 110% support, go and find someone else, you know, because we can get fixated with, well, they don't understand me you have your goal go and find people who will rather than say yeah often the people very close
1: to you will feel a bit intimidated if you are trying to achieve something different because they're like when they get to that level are they still going to want to be with me so there is that struggle in very close relationships when one person is kind of rising and the other person might feel they're being left behind and so that causes tension
0: Yeah, fantastic. So I'm just going to repeat those steps and then um, we'll talk about the last point, why creating awareness is key and how your thoughts influence everything. I know that we have touched on that, but Mm -hmm. as we finish up, we just emphasise that because we know that it's so important. So the five steps, clarity, get so clear, get clear on your why, step number two, motivation, your core values, step number three, what are some of the blocks or obstacles that could get in your way? You need to identify those first so that you can plan to minimise those, so external and internal mindset. We must have a successful mindset and then, of course, have a key plan. Just before we move on to why creating awareness is key, something about um, the planning aspect. I heard this many years ago, Georgia, was a study that was done, I think it was Harvard, and they've followed a number of um, you know students who'd gone to the same course Um, they'd had kind of the same grades but they followed them kind of 10 years 20 years and they found that whilst everyone was successful you know determine what success is is different Mm -hmm. for everyone There was a small core group of them that was extremely, um, you know, high achievers and achieving goals that often exceeded what they um, had even expected and they compared everything and the only thing that they could identify that was different was that the small core group were really doing writing it down, planning kind of really following the steps that you mentioned Mm -hmm. but really clear and planning things, writing Mm -hmm. things down. Very important. How many people do you find don't actually write things down, don't actually document? Nearly everyone, I would say.
1: <laughs> and and then there's also the other little key thing is, it's one thing to write your plan down, and then if you just put it in the drawer and ignore it, it's not gonna help you either. So it's about having a plan and also following the plan. And that's not to say you're not flexible, but I think the point of a plan is to set you in a direction. The plan will change. You need to adapt it as you go along. Being rigid is not very helpful either but you need to create that plan just to set yourself up and start moving. And also I think a lot of people, especially women, I I think um, find it hard to kind of compartmentalize their life. And if they're trying to let's say start up a business and they're super excited about that, but they've got kids they want to spend time with, they'll be spending time with the kids while thinking about work. They'll be at work while they're feeling guilty about the children. If you have a plan and you get it in your diary, you can just know that you're gonna get it done if you follow those steps. So you don't, you can, in your free time or the time outside of work or the plan, you can just relax. Cause you know, if I follow the plan, it's all gonna happen. I don't need to stress out. I don't need to put in extra work. It's all laid out for me. So I think it really frees you up from having that guilt around not working constantly.
0: Yeah. What I love about, I and mean, we'll talk about, you know, why creating awareness is key and how our thoughts influence everything. What you've just said, I think, really speaks into this as well. One of the things that I do, I mean, every year, and I have done this for quite some time, I, I kind of finish up the year that has just gone and, you know, highlight the, the things that I've achieved, things that I didn't quite achieve, the learnings around that, but really document that moving into the new year. And what I've started to do is kind of journal, whether that be on a daily basis or every couple of days, but really, you know, where am I at? How How am I tracking towards that? That's something that you just mentioned. Don't put your plan away and never kind of think of it again. We really want to be mindful, you know, what can I do differently? What's working really well? Mm -hmm. To the point that you were saying, I mean, we all have many different things that are often pulling at us from all different directions. Once we're really clear about what it is we want, we can become far more intentional about our time as well, can't we? Mm-hmm. And yeah, five, A couple of hours to work on your business. Make it be working on your business. And, and similarly, if it's, you know, spending time with your children and so forth, speak a bit more about that because sometimes as women I think we can have leaky boundaries where we do put something in place but then all of a sudden someone pulls our attention elsewhere and, and off we go because we don't want to disappoint them. I think it's just about honoring yourself in the same way that you honor the needs of other people. You know, if you had
1: a date in your diary to go have lunch with your girlfriend, you're not just going to stand her up and not turn up because something better came along. And I think you have to honor your own plan in that same way. If you've got in your diary that you're spending that two hours writing a blog post or working on your marketing or whatever it is, you should honor that in the same way that you would honor a date with anybody else. And I think that's where women slip up quite a bit. They find it hard to say no, and they equally find it hard to put their own priorities first. So I think it's about treating yourself as you would treat your friend.
0: Yeah, brilliant. I've loved today's conversation. We can never talk too much about planning and goals. And, and um. all that. And you know what I love about this is is how often we do, um, you know, we're, we're cruising along, things are happening really well, and all of a sudden, you know, COVID hits. Well, guess what? We, we've got this plan. We've got an outcome that we're wanting, but maybe we need to look at different ways, changing our approach, changing our tactics. So I think that when, you know, you you have got this clarity it allows you to move and shift a little bit, doesn't it? It allows you to to look at things maybe with a a different viewpoint so that all of a sudden, because what happens, I think you said this earlier, uh, Georgia, was wow, miles will just throw away. And all of that work that you've done to get you to that stage, you don't want to let go, do you? You want to continue moving forward, maybe just a different approach, yes?
1: Yes, absolutely. And I've been working with a lot of people lately because of the whole COVID thing. I mean, everyone started out with a certain idea of what 2020 was going to look like in January my year was going to be awesome by the way and then and then of course everything just stopped in March and we all had to like rethink and I think a lot of people put their life on pause because they're thinking oh it's going to last me four weeks five weeks six weeks I mean it's about six months now and, and still no end in sight so there's still a lot of people treading water on pause waiting to see what's going to happen next and I think they need to stop pressing that pause button press play again and revisit what it was they want and as exactly as you said just reframe it in a way that works for the situation that they're in now you don't need to get rid of all the goals and plans and dreams you just need to see how is that going to work with what the world looks like now there's always possibilities
0: you just need to look for them. I know. I love that. Well, you know what? I think uh, something that you said earlier, like these are simple steps, I think that we have uh, really been able to unpack. You've been able to unpack some real rich insights around that. And, uh, you know, sometimes we can so often look at some things or approach things, well, wow, that's so simple. Yes, but if it's simple, then why aren't we doing that? And I love that you've reminded us of the importance of clarity, of the importance of consistency, and uh, really just moving, working the plan, working the plan. And
1: Georgia, if- I think the, the beauty is in the simplicity in that sense. Like if it's complicated, you won't do it. And that's why I tried to make this simple. So everyone's like, oh, yeah, of course, and then they can do it. If it was complicated, they'd be like, oh, too hard. <laughs>
0: Sorry. No, I love the way that, you know, um, that you you mentioned the example of if someone lose wants to lose weight, you know, the simplicity of, you know, exercise and eat well. It's time I want to save money. Well, you know, the, the, I remember one of my colleagues who was a financial planner said, well, there's a secret to that, to growing wealth. I said, what is it? She said, um, save more than you earn. You know, also, yeah. yeah, don't <laughs> well, save don't spend. Spend. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that it? Said, That really is the principle of people complicated, and it's so yeah. true. It? It's we all know so what true. we're supposed to do, we just still don't do it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Georgia, if people are listening or watching today, or even the recording, and they'd say, you know what, I love the principles that Georgia uh, shares, and I'd love to find out more about how she might be able to support me in achieving my goals. What's the best way for them to connect with you?
1: uh well a really simple ways i've written this book called achieve anything you want can we see it there so if you this essentially outlines the pathway that we were talking about today so that's full of easy exercises that you can follow to kind of take you through that process so that's a quick and easy way to have access to some of the tools i teach but if you want that more individualized personalized approach and to have me like actually help you through um, whatever issues you're having and towards your goal, then uh, I obviously work as a coach and I can be reached found at uh, georgiabamba.com. And on the site, you'll find a place to book in a complimentary discovery call with me, where we can chat through what you want to achieve and how I can help you do that.
0: Fantastic. And of course, we've got the spelling there on our screen there, Bamba.
1: I know. I, I learned that little trick from my own business coach. She has it on there. I'm like, that's genius because people know how to get in touch with you. <laughs>
0: so brilliant. Well, look, thanks once again for coming on the show. I've loved loved what you've said, and I know that it's going to help many others who are listening today as well. And, of course, this interview is part of Business Women Australia. If you are a woman who is in business or maybe you are even in corporate, you're a leader uh, of a business and you'd like to find out more about the organisation and how they can support you, all you need to do is go to businesswomenaustralia.com.au. Thanks once again, Georgia. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me on.